where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. This is the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. Now here's BK and Ferrario. Alongside Mark Saxon, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Our favorite guy, Danny Mac, joining us here on the show. Cardinals broadcaster, host of Scoops with Danny Mac weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. Dan, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. So let's start out with the Padres news over the last couple of days, all of the moves that they have made. At this point, Dan, when you look at them and the Dodgers, do you feel like it's those two teams and then the rest of the National League? Yeah, I I would say so for sure. Um, Give it two years when they get Clevenger back as well, and then the Dodgers uh, and the Padres are clearly the two teams. I mean, even in the 60-game season this year, I thought the Dodgers, if you would have played uh, on the moon, the Dodgers were the best team in, in baseball. So, yeah, I, I think they've closed the gap a little bit. The Padres have, but still, the, the right now in the National League with what they've done, you know, you look at the Padres getting Snell and then adding Darvish as a 1-2, and it's like 1-1-A, however you want to do it. Uh, that is a outstanding start to your rotation. Lamette and then some others that they can mix in. I think the difference will be is what the Padres do with their bullpen before it's all said and done. And then, obviously, they've got the great talent on the left side of their infield. Um, what they have returning, it, it's going to be fun out west. And, and it's going to be fun for, ba- uh, for baseball. They're an exciting young team. So it's a, it's a good thing. So, Danny, Mag, I think what you're saying is a lot of us should, you know, stay up late at night during the summer and watch some West Coast ball. But we also want to, like, you know, uh, you know, prop up your product. And, and what you're going to be talking about, the NL Central, on the other hand, seems to be sort of going the other direction. What Shed do you mean my product? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sexy. <laughs> my product. That's your product, too, baby. It is my product. You're right. I may I may have, like, hidden my uh, agenda. In and this your product, product <laughs> if I may, has been tremendous. It's just, you know, the, the, the thing that you are covering. Okay. That, that yeah. might be going in a different direction. Okay. so your pro- me... You guys are all ascending talents, though. Okay, so we agree <laughs> on where that's going. But what? So you look at this NL Central. First of all, which team is most intent on shedding payroll and being bad? do you think? And will this division be as bad as you think? Because one of the things is, yeah, it, it didn't hit a whole lot, but I thought there were some good arms in this division. Do you think it'll be as bad as some people are predicting in terms of this NL Central? I think I saw something where if you look at projected war of teams, 
the Cardinals and Brewers, Reds, and Cubs are all in that like 16 through 20 range in MLB. Do right. you think it'll be as bad as, as people think? Yeah, I, I look at, well, first of all, I, I think as we go team by team, the Pirates are the Pirates, and now they're not going to be nearly as good without Josh Bell. I mean, mm-hmm. Josh Bell two years ago, that first half that he had when he was an all-star, he was awesome. Yeah, he was he was one of the best hitters in baseball and had a down year. You look at the Cubs; if, if they get rid of guys that that we all know and love, like Javi Baez <laughs> and Chris Bryant, and if you get rid of Contreras, uh, they now they don't have Almora or Schwarber. If Rizzo stays, um, if those names are no longer there. Uh, I, I can't see the Cubs contending because their pitching now is it, without Darvish at the top. Their pitching does not match up with the Cardinals, so I, I you know, they're, they're not going to be close. But they still can if they get back to where they were hitting wise. And I do think that we're going to see guys get back to the norm because last year was so abnormal. Um, I do believe that with Milwaukee, depending on what they do with Hader, if they keep them. In the back end of their games, I think they can be competitive. Now they're going to lose Braun, but they get Kane back. Um, so where do they go? I mean, they're, they're kind of in a cardinal situation where if they added yeah. a piece, they could be very competitive. Um, and then, you know, Cincinnati, if, if, if the reports are true that Moustakas could be gone, um, you know, they, they've lost now some of their pitching. I don't see them contending. So the division is there for the taking, and if you're a Cardinal fan, you're saying, yeah, they're not doing anything, but really, do they have to? I think if they added a bat, man, the the Cardinals would be the team to beat. I really do believe that. I know this wouldn't technically be adding because he was on the (laughs) roster a year ago, but earlier today, John Heyman came out with a report that apparently the Cardinals still have interest in Colton Wong. I know whenever that decision was made, Dan, you and Mark Saxon and everybody that covers the team said, hey, listen, this is this is not a, a for sure goodbye. It's just a decision that they had to make now. Do you do you think there's still interest there for the Cardinals with Colton Wong? Well, I, I guess if the price is, is right, and I mean, Mark would probably know better than I, I, I would think if the price is right and the door would be open for him to come back, um, I would assume that once the chip of LeMahieu drops, then we'd have a better understanding of what the marketplace is for Colton Wong because he's one of the the top guys at that position on the marketplace. Um, You know, he's been linked to Toronto. He's been linked to other teams. I still think that anytime you can have a guy like Colton Wong in in your lineup defensively, you're a better team because he's a preeminent defensive player. Um, And I I, I just think you never say never. Um, But would it surprise me? It would because it, it could have been done already. Um, but I guess you'd never say never is what I would say. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, and I find this kind of interesting. If you don't have Colton and you're committed to Tommy Edmond playing every day at second base, what do they Which do? Which really means at this point, Saxie, not yeah. to interrupt, but yeah. you're, you're, you're then committed to really – I think the, the, the fallout is you're committed to Carpenter. That is my question. Now, what if Matt Carpenter, as we've seen, even in his good years, is hitting 140 in mid-May? What do you do then? Who is, the, who is your other option at third base at this point? I like Sosa. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a fan of Edmundo Sosa. I'm really disappointed we didn't get a chance to watch him because this time last year, and I know it, it's not going to get a lot of fanfare, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that this guy is you know, the second coming of, of Scott Rowland here, mm-hmm. but he's a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think he's serviceable. I think he's a solid player. And this time last year in winter ball, he had discovered some power. Mm -hmm. And they were waiting for that to develop. And so we started to see it. And you may remember this in spring. He was doing that. He was hitting for some power. And, and in summer camp, they were talking about, hey, this guy is starting to come on and could be that, that you know utility guy that maybe you're looking for. I believe he was one of the COVID guys, and then he kind of fell off the map. We didn't hear much about it. We didn't hear anything down in satellite camp, and it just became a lost season. He's out of options, and so that would be one of the guys that maybe would get a, a more advanced look and a longer look because, one, business is business. He's out of options and you don't want to just see him walk away. And maybe that's what gives him this chance. And, and the other part is if Carpenter is not producing, you're going to have to give other guys that opportunity. And the other one that you're going to talk about and everybody's going to point to is Nolan Gorman, you know, in, and I'm not sure that Nolan Gorman is ready at this point. If a normal projector uh, trajectory would be in projections would be by the end of next season, right. it might be really quick, but if you're forced to do it, you're forced to do it. Dan, last thing that I wanted to ask you, we're talking to Danny Mack, Cardinals broadcaster here on 101 ESPN. I know you have said in the past that baseball, it could be, it could stand to be a little bit more fun, right? We've talked so much about how they need more action in the game. There, there needs to be something that infuses a little bit more excitement in the game. I was reading this quote from Blake Snell last night, who's now been traded over to the San Diego Padres, and I loved it. He said of the Padres, quote, they're super exciting. They're a team that plays with a lot of fun. They're swaggy, and they can swing the bat. I think as you watch the Padres, we can all feel that. We can sense that from the outside looking in, and it's clear that it is also something that the players see. Is it possible that the the Padres can – I know uh, Bryce Harper kind of coined this a few years ago – can they bring back some fun to baseball? Is it possible the Padres can do that? Sure. I think it's all a part of culture, too, you know, and allowing your players to be like that. Now, you got to have the right players to do it. I think you have to win, number one. Winning is going to allow you to do that. But then you, you got to have the right culture. I mean, Saxie, you've been around it forever. And as long as your manager and your front office allows that to happen – and I think more and more now front offices just say, the heck with it. You know, if that's what we got and that's how the players want to play, then, then go for it. And I don't think people begrudge that anymore. I think now it's accepted. And bat flips are accepted. And Marcelo Zuna taking selfies going down first baseline on a home run, that's accepted. You know, some people may not like it. That's fine. But it's accepted. And, and so if that's way that we get the younger generation of ballplayers to have fun and young fans to enjoy the game, then so be it. Let's do it. Let's have fun with it and have that swag. And that's part of the sport now. I, it, some of the stuff, I don't necessarily like it because I grew up in a different era of watching the game. But, hey, if that's how the, the game's going to be played, so be it. So what? And, and, you know, people say, well, that's not how it used to be played. Well, did you watch Jose Canseco? Did you watch Ricky Henderson? They, they played with a little swag, you know? I mean, that, that kind of stuff happened. It, it does happen, and it did happen. So I'm okay with it. It's fine. And I think, though, the, the main point, BK, is when you win, and you got to win first, but when you do it with fun, it's accepted. And in some ways encouraged, I think, at this point. Yeah. So Danny Mac, pro swaggy. Sure. Okay. Because that means got you're going to win. Yeah. Nothing wrong you with know, that. I'm pro winning. I like to see winning. <laughs> Good point. Dan, we yeah. always appreciate well, the, thing, the time. Real quick, BK. Please. You, you know, in, in the, the best, I've been doing the games now. This will be, I think, my 24th season coming up. My God. And 
the when the Cardinals had Pujols, Larusa, Duncan, Yachty, Roland, Edmonds. I mean, those were some like disliked guys yeah. from the out from the outside. You know what I mean? Swaggy. Like, yeah, they had some swaggy to them, man. They, they, that the opposition didn't like them a lot. That was some swaggy on that on those guys on the, with that club. So I've kind of see it. It was a different way of doing it, but yeah, I've seen it. it and by the way, they won a lot, so yeah. it was kind of fun. Yeah, you want to be the team that shows up in town and nobody's happy to see you. Exactly. He's Danny Mack. Hear him weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. You can check out his site, Scoops, with Danny Mack as well and give him a follow on Twitter at Danny Mac TV. Dan, always appreciate the time, man. Happy New Year to you and yours. We'll see you again next week. Happy New Year, guys. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah, Danny Mack joining us here on 101 ESPN. That is the most I could have ever possibly expected to hear the word swaggy mentioned in one segment with Danny Mack and Mark Saxon. Well, we're, and I'm glad we did it. We're a lot like Blake Snell. Just culturally, we're very similar. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I think we, No, no. <laughs> I'm 50 years old, for God's sake. I don't He's use Mark Saxon. That is Luke Clevenger working the board for us today. I'm Brandon Kiley. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. We've talked a lot about the Cardinals pitching and how we're all very excited about the Cardinals pitching. They could seemingly produce like three major league starting rotations with the arms that they have. So why hate? Why do the projections hate the Cardinals pitching? We'll talk about it coming up on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise.